I was just a baby, my mother told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. And when I hear that whistle blowing, can I go this low? <laughs> I hang my head and cry. I don't really know the proper technique for that. <clears throat> I was like uh, trying to situate myself in the right way to get that low. I hang my head. <laughs> And cry. All right, I'm embarrassing myself. I, I like doing that, but uh, I also feel embarrassed for sure. Um, you are listening to the Joyful Podcast. If you're hearing this at all, my name is Ethan Sherritt. Sometimes I say Ethan Edward Sherritt. For some reason, I thought that like um, at some point I would need to have two different searchable SEO search engine optimization names one for like actual me and one for me doing other things like as an actor or something and now I'm going for uh, I don't care what uh, optimizes you know because um, what I'm, I don't know, I guess that's part of what I'm struggling with is uh, the, the authenticity of a voice. All right, so for example, I have been trying to like understand why I used to find it so easy to um, make social posts on Instagram or something of that nature, or Facebook. I guess those are the two things of that nature, are they not? There's another one coming out, uh, or it's been out, but um, it's been written about a lot lately, TikTok. I haven't used that. Uh, if you have, let me know what your TikTok is, and I'll follow you. I'm not, I don't use it now, and I don't follow it, but if you are one of those people that post those little, uh, I'm going to go off the cuff and assume that it's like 10 seconds or less. I think that's the appeal of this thing is that it's, it's live and it's 10 seconds or less. I think that's what it is. It was formerly called music musically, I think. And they, and then TikTok bought it or changed the name. Can you tell I'm like into these? types of things it's so weird that like that that is an interest of mine but by default i fell into this major in college um communication studies and then when they said we have like three or four different uh fields of study within that major like which one suits you and i just like said no 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 I'll take that one, and it was. It ended up being film and media theory. And some of the things I talk about on this podcast are like the theory behind, or 
t- the observations of like what is media now and what na- and now means always now like what always is uh what function does that serve when we talk to each other when i talk to you when you um talk to me when i care about being heard and so i say something and you care about being heard so you say something or we show uh pictures of ourselves um yeah that that's media now i guess we still think of media as like like the big giant things uh quite a bit but um media theory it has to kind of incorporate everything and and evaluate all that stuff if you're going to uh have any useful thoughts about it i guess anyway that was a tangent about what i did uh in college what i studied and how it still feels like it's somehow weirdly relevant to what i kind of talk about sometimes and that's actually good (laughs) i had no idea what i was going to um you know do with any of that but the funny thing is and the reason i'm sharing this with you i think is because through some exercises in in what I've been talking about in mindfulness and in positivity and progressiveness and in in seeking the right voice for you and attempting God and spirit and source energy only knows how successfully um, a balance an understanding of like spirit and the chakras that make you basically trying to live i mean in a way in uh in confluence is that the right word congruence and uh that's not a good word in a way authentic to yourself because authentic feels very close to god the creator the source the energy the truth the reason any of those things apply um getting closer to that because there's so many things that can throw any of those seven chakra off. Um, and then those will be either undernourished or overnourished and you will find yourself dealing with just that. And as people have been teaching me, a lot through meditation is how you can learn where you do need development, where you do need evolution within yourself. And I really wish I could stand here before you and say uh, that I'm really good at that, but I'm not. I am a definite work in progress. But through that progress and through that work, I encourage you to do that work um, because it has me saying things like, as we circle back around to, like now suddenly I'm weirdly proud of the major 
that I have of study and maybe not proud, but find it to be useful because the things that you study when you study like positivity, stoicism has been there lately and I haven't, I haven't expounded on stoicism because I haven't like really delved into it to, to be able to explain it and, in a nutshell to you yet but um it's been on my mind for over a year and i just heard an interview with an author who calls himself a stoic or who studied who says he uh, writes about stoicism and um the author the author i can't think of his name but the book is called the obstacle is the way and you can just, just hearing that title, it almost is like something you can just gnaw on for days. The obstacle is the way. If you approach something in the right way, if you calm your mind down to identify the obstacle, and if you're really working on a state of mind that's going to help, that's going to help you and not hurt you, you will start to identify the obstacle of whatever it is that you're trying to um, make happen, accomplish, um, overcome, be satisfied about that obstacle being the way. It's just, it's one of those, it's such a poignant title that it almost makes you be like, Dude, I gotta get this book, but I feel like I already got a lot out of it just by hearing the title. Um, so, the mindsets that, that I've been trying to embrace and, and say mine can always be better and I can work on my perspective and I can work on that all the time. And identify that where I need work those things have they don't pay off right away but you get there and uh in the, the whole way they kind of make you feel like you are getting there so that kind of is the there there is a there there and and that's why I think it's just so funny that like a little coincidence that that I was of all the job applications and resumes that I've sent in over the last, damn, almost 20 years since I've been in college, I never, I was always like, Matt, how do I write my resume of what I went to school for in a way that I don't have to say film and media theory? And uh, now I, it really makes sense that media content messages even platforms of those so the platforms of those are so changing and so liquid that the theory of them becomes like a valuable thing to study at any point in time because there's nothing like just that word assumes there's nothing constant and it's always a, 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 except the constant refreshing of uh, of what you can know about it. And 
That's just my little specific thing. I think that you also have your own, like, oh, like, um, realization that can come about either right now, this instant of what you've been studying, what you've, like, somehow had in your mind that you've just thought, like, well, this is always on my mind, doesn't seem to be on anybody else's mind, or this is something that's never served me as... I have a lot of value in a lot of ways. I'm a mom, a husband, I'm a you know teacher, I'm a priest, I'm a whatever it is where you have your value. I'm a good friend to somebody. Um, but there's this other thing that you just don't you you've always wondered like, why does this seem like a part of me? But I've never had like, this uh, feeling that it's some hugely valuable thing. Well, what a lot of, one of the big, huge messages is, maybe one of the top three messages of everybody who's trying to say anything (laughs) to help um, is that there's probably something about you that if embraced, analyzed, with an open heart chakra with even if you don't understand the chakras with a truth to it with an authenticity a health and understanding and a balance um to it there's something about you that is absolutely brilliant and never been done before and never thought of in that way before that's like one of the big things and so it's needed from you to do that thing in only the way that you could and keep studying that until it just feels freaking happy and positive and joyful Um, do that You'll like it. I promise. Uh, And that's where we got to when I started talking about um, whatever I was going on about. So, uh, this episode was not expected. I wasn't expected to, wasn't planning on recording anything tonight, but it had been, it's been two weeks now since I think I've gotten back on the mic and said anything and I've, I've really wanted to but things are happening so fast I mean it's like slowing down the mind uh, for moments of mindfulness has been honestly a challenge and um, sometimes I've felt a little bit like an imposter a fraud saying that I had anything to share and and that's one of the reasons I, I guess, didn't want to, uh, hey, speaker, Bluetooth speaker powered off. Um, didn't want to, like, get on the microphone and not seem like I was excited about stuff. Because I am overwhelmingly excited, <laughs> overarchingly, I should say. The overarching sentiment I have is I'm excited, but 
the energy seems to still be very human at some times in this phase of my life. And uh, that is because of, I guess what's going on in my life is uh, there, there's a lot that I want to do. I have so many damn ideas, but I have this... Um, this need to like <laughs> plain and simple of it is like uh not sure if those ideas are gonna pay off uh and that's what i'm trying to that's what like every single human being on the face of the planet has been well not everyone everybody who's uh whose voice i've heard uh has been trying to say is that um why why are you so afraid about money afraid literally that's what it is it sounds even silly to say it i'm i'm like because when i when i try to share on this thing i i try to do it from this this place of like absolute connection with something i might not be able to say otherwise and when I'm wrestling with like what I have these things that I'm not doing and why am I not doing those? I totally recognize that I am sp <laughs> like keeping my other things, like my big things small on the side when I, before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning before, you know, just for a little bit of time and then I'm doing the like I'm I'm pursuing the fear for the larger part of the day and that honestly me to you whatever your name is that hasn't made me a very like boastfully proud guy pursuing that and uh you you might have caught me trying to like forgive myself of that sentiment and telling you that you should do the same but if i'm being totally fully honest it's probably the reason i don't record more of these um i don't know why i, I turned the thing on tonight but i just I, I don't know i guess i missed you i missed you dearly and and talking to you um so that was the intro. Are you ready for the episode? <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess there's usually three things I cover, and this is off the cuff, so I'm not sure. The uh, like one thing is what's going on with me. Another thing is a discipline that I'm learning, or, uh, or a technique, or some type of uh, thing I can share from another person. And the third thing is a cultural observation or a thought or a statement about the state of the world at large. So thing number one is what's going on with me. That's actually pretty exciting. Uh, like one of the things I shared before was I think when I shared on one of the episodes that it didn't record because it got it freaking 
Android that that sucks. <laughs> but it was perfect that it didn't record for some reason. That was a good thing. Um, what's going on with me is that my my amazing employer and you know people that hired me they're allowing me to basically do what I want instead of what I signed up for you know they're allowing me to like evolve and um, giving me opportunities to basically learn more and give in the way that I want to so they're letting me coach they're letting me uh, do videos they're letting me uh, train and learn about like social media platforms and um that's something that like where i want to like get involved with and if i boil that down really when what i'm really is most uh exciting is they're letting me like kind of see what see if i can make people that have never even met me before become I mean in their eyes more productive more successful at their jobs but in my eyes more valuable like feeling in the internally like do they feel more happy value and their stress level goes down that's what I really enjoy. So they, they've uh, been allowing me to go to different teams within our company and I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm a baby at doing it, but finding out about people and what they need and um, what their problems are and, and how I can kind of filter those problems into, this, into things that'll help and that empower them and just different insights that I've had being, I guess, if not older than most of them, then more traveled, I guess you would say, or more uh, kicked in the teeth by, by life. Uh, and, and I have something to, to, you know, to share, or I look for something to share. Sometimes I, if you're like, damn, I have nothing to share. But the cool thing is, on the way to um, that I mull it over a little bit. So if, if not on the way to work, then like after I left work or, you know, in the shower, at the gym, I'm on a run, I'm like, things are coming to me. I'm like, you know what? I think that this is, uh, this is what this team might need or this person might, uh, this is what might resonate with them. That's a, that's kind of a cool, exciting thing. And, uh, that's been another one of those evolutions that I've been open to from, you know, just trying to open up and say, dude, something happened to me that wasn't happy. Um, now I want to really learn what is, what is happy and what is joyful. So those, uh, those things can, can help. And everybody's like version of that is probably very, very different. Um, so remember, 
yours is going to be like super very different if you've experienced anything like this or if you're having trouble with that i encourage you to explain to me <laughs> in an email or something uh, follow me on instagram and you can direct message me both my instagram and my youtube are uh ethan Sherritt official those i can't remember if those were my ideas or not but they are what they are now if you also if you have branding help please help um or ethan Sherritt at gmail.com would be an email if you can if you wanted to send me anything and i'll take one of two things I'll take either you need coaching for me and you want to throw me something that like you're struggling with and I will also take the exact opposite if you're like Ethan I I think I know from your uh, episodes that you're dealing with this or that um, yeah I'm dealing with things so please let me know if you know what they are uh, I think in the last time I talked, I was elaborating on some of the same stuff, actually. Uh, so I'm still doing that. I'm trying to spend less time on Instagram. And you know what? <laughs> I'm spending more time on freaking LinkedIn. <laughs> so... <laughs> Find me on LinkedIn because I one of the things I want to do is build companies because I realize that like the little brand that I've been building, not just apartments, like under, underneath my company, that's that's a like a company that's that could totally sustain itself and run itself. Um, I mean, with people, of course, but it wouldn't need like, like other people would learn how to, to run that. It's, and then I would want to like work on the next thing. Um, to have a, the, the whole premise is that you can, whatever your industry is, that these days the theory is, well, the theory I'm trying to, espouse to you is that you don't need to have content necessarily that promotes your business you look at your business you have a periphery of industry that's like around and similar to that business um, in a fun authentic way or whatever way seems to be relevant right now or five years from now at that point might be totally different people might be wearing um you know all black and white with visors a lot or something you know then your content would be that but right now you find your your voice within a larger sphere that has nothing really to do with your company at all um well somewhat it should be slightly relevant but it, it doesn't have to say, hey, I'm, you know, selling Ethan's sweaters. Look at this as a video about Ethan's sweaters. No, um, it could be 
about anything similar to like if Ethan selling sweaters largely uh you know out of Richmond, Virginia. It could be anything around Richmond. It could be um our favorite time of year is when it's cold because we get to wear sweaters. Uh <laughs> You know, who uh, works in the cold, uh, policemen, uh, you know, they work out in the cold sometimes. I don't know, do they? Is that a good example? No, they're largely in cars. Construction workers, you know. You know who's a cool construction worker? This guy, Carl. Man, Carl is cool. Let's talk to Carl. But the thing is, you don't have to start with the sweaters. That's what would screw you. Start with Carl. And then... If you want to say that, you know, I mean, people figure out who made this. If people like Carl, they'll want to know who shared Carl, you know. Um, and if you keep doing that, that's that's your content right there. And I don't know, that's just like a theory I'm on lately. And that's the, the thing behind um, the little brand that I told you about this episode and last episode, not just apartments. But anywho, I don't want to just like latch onto that one thing I kind of want to build it and and move on to like the the two or three other things behind that that are in my brain in my brain um so I guess that's the end of this episode that's I didn't really get that personal of what's going on with me I did 10 pull-ups yesterday and nine pull-ups today. And when I say that, I mean like in, in one set and then the next set would be uh, a little bit less and then the next set would be a little bit less because, you know, that's how you you can't do uh, 10, 10, and 10 sometimes if you're like going all the way as much as you can do. But the cool thing is probably like, you know, five, six months ago, I wouldn't have been able to do five pull-ups. Um, and now I've doubled that just because of like kind of working on calisthenics or what me and my son uh, call Spider-Man training. We're going to pr- practice how to be Spider-Man because, uh, of course, he, he loves Spider-Man. That's been a fun thing for him to dive into. I've never been a big fan of like these these Marvel comics or um, comic books, Superman, Batman. Uh, the Lone Ranger, whatever they are. Um, but somehow, somehow, some way, Jack saw Spider-Man, wanted to know what Spider-Man was. We got a little book, first readers type edition. Um, I started playing the Spider-Man song on like Spotify, like the old from the 60s. He caught on to that and has like mastered it, learned every single lyric of it. And I still remember to this day when, you know, not that many months ago, he was trying to ask me the lyrics of like the second verse of that 60s Spider-Man TV show um, song. And he looked up and he said, Dad, I like (laughs) Spider-Man. And then it was on. I was like, oh, my gosh, this kid likes Spider-Man. Then I started liking Spider-Man. And then I realized that my buddy, my friend Jason, likes like Spider-Man and has cool Spider-Man costume and really likes comics in general. And then I just started realizing that they're fun. And, um, and you know, Spider-Man's cool because he makes these little quips. 
He's not. He he's like kind of a nerdy little guy who uh, lives in New York City. He's had kind of a rough life, but it never made him rough. It made him like kind of nice, and and he's got a sense of humor. So he's he's always got these funny little quips, and um, you know, darn it, he learned how to swing from a web. So that's another thing I'm going through with uh, learning how to watch those. Of course, I could go all all on on about the next thing, but that will be on another episode. Um, we are, let's see, in October now. October 2019. So there's only a couple months left. Three months remaining. Two and a half months of this decade. It will be 2020 soon. And Or you might be listening when it is 2020. And if that's true, that's pretty awesome. Good on you. You are already in a fantastic brand new decade. Look around you. Do you enjoy this decade? Do you enjoy what, what's possible in this decade? I hope you do. This junk is yours. But don't slack off. Don't be like, oh, man, I have 10 years to make something this decade. Do it right now. Um, I feel like this might be the slowest episode ever because I'm struggling to like get over some things. But I'm just proud that I'm actually able to talk to you for a second. Because I have been in this state of like, like this side and that side both. Which way? What do I do? Um, dating. If you don't have children, you should have such an easy time dating. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because you will date and all of a sudden... You know, you've dated many months and um, all of a sudden you start to like this person's child too. And, you know, your child starts to like their child. And if you're just like, I, I can't. Uh, there's a little more to that. Uh, but... Um, just know that's one of the reasons uh, you're not alone if you are, I guess, <laughs> you're not alone if you find the world of, uh, of love and romance and things of the heart. If you find that a little bit uh, <clears throat> preoccupying or, uh, you know, you got to think about that a little bit. And so that's what always makes me uh, wait a little bit before I get on the mic and blabber about what's going on. But I'm trying to. So please know that I am trying to give some authenticity. All right. While I'm doing that, here's another thing I'll say. Um, I hope I just didn't blow the microphone levels out. Let me check. Yeah, I probably did. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, this day and age, can somebody really, uh, really be a authentic voice and 
still like have a job because you can put your authentic voice someplace and that might not jive with the culture of your employer, you know? And that's why I'm trying to say that like I have a brand that's, you know, not really my employer and, but it is because I love my employer and I think that they would dig integrity, honesty, transparency, transparency, and who in the hell could possibly deny that anything goes these days? That's one thing. It's like kind of a funny deal to me. Anything goes. I mean, there's no, when you like think about what is on available to you on the internet, <laughs> who is, is the person or people who are leading countries these days, um, what's on TV, what we like consume ourselves with, anything goes. And if it's basically somebody who a lot of people really feel like means well, then hey, that's a good thing. And I mean well. I definitely want you to succeed and to find pure joy everywhere that you go and, uh, and be able to share it. Sorry, I'm like screwing around on my phone. Again, I'm screwing around on my freaking phone um, because I wanted to be able to play a song. I started this episode by singing some Johnny Cash song. I don't know why I was doing that. Yeah, I do know exactly why I was doing that. Because while I was eating a salad and a steak, um, I was watching this DVD I had that I got for like $3. It's called uh, Walk the Line when Joaquin Phoenix plays Johnny Cash. And I remember seeing that in the theater, and I really, really liked it. And like it captivated me. There's some There's some moments in that that are... Like real, there's a lot of moments in that that to me are filmmaker gold, actor gold, um, just culture gold, just fun. And so I got that. I watched it for a little bit tonight, and and then turned it off. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna turn on my microphone, but I still had a little bit of that Johnny Cash in my mind. Um, so that's why I was singing that. And let's see, is there a cultural thing at large that I'm going to say? I guess I, I really blended them tonight. I didn't say, that's what's going on with me. That's the technique. Um, so I said a lot of what's going on with me. The technique or method was a little bit of the, more of the calisthenics. Just like stick with it. If you're trying to do more pull-ups, just do the, the one or the half that you can do right now. And then try to do another half tomorrow. And soon you'll be up at one and then you might be up at like three and that kind of progress is pretty fun to see happen um, so whatever your technique your method is you're working on please do that those little baby steps um, the cultural observation at large would be what I was saying I think about Instagram and now that I'm like trying to 
I have like my company's interests in mind. Um, and that's something that I'm kind of to toiling, toying with is because a lot of what I want to say is like what's unsaid to me and get it out and what I feel like is unsaid in the world. But those same unsaid things, like almost by definition, are what um, a company has to kind of be apprehensive about. So obviously, naturally, almost by design, those two things are at odds. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe that's why I've been uh, more, more quiet than I have been, is because that there's something at odds. And thank you for letting me work uh, through that a little bit. So those are the three things. And uh, I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing me out about this. And um, I hope you enjoy listening to music. I hope you do. I When I think music is just simply being played or like the singer or the... You know, the artist was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. And then they just go off and just do more more of that crap. And then now I'm listening to what they did, like, years ago. That They just, like, they knew that would be good. And, like, so they're doing God knows what, that artist. And I'm, like, still bopping around in my kitchen doing dishes, like, to this song and feeling like it's, like, live and now and everything. Well, to the people who actually made it, it's anything but live and now and everything. And so sometimes that snaps me out of the moment. And I hope it does for you now too. <laughs> so, because I seek those things that are like in the moment. You know what really helps? If you have a, like a DJ like on the radio. I mean it sucks that all local terrestrial radio that has a DJ. They just have to play like garbage. I mean not... Not garbage, but they have to play like the same five songs all day long over over and over again, you know? Um, and it, but if there's like a DJ who has, uh, you know, who, who's playing songs, even if they're old, that's something's cool about, you know, thinking that a guy in a room is, uh, is playing, selected that, DJ Selecta, is selected something. Um, and then you're, you're kind of jamming out with that guy. So that's my, my romantic radio uh, nostalgia a little bit. And when it happens, it's still awesome, and I'm always appreciative of it. So if you're a terrestrial DJ or a satellite DJ these days, you're, those things are cool too. I like the XM uh, DJs, but I'm, not, I'm never sure if what I'm hearing is being selected or if it's part of um, just like it's on autoplay. Yeah, I really wanted to actually work for this radio company, and um, I went there and I met like the the owner of it actually, and I was like, uh, so there I see the DJ booth there and the DJ booth there, man, I really dig the music that that you guys crank out. It's it's really original, it's cool. And he's like, oh yeah, it's just on autoplay. We only have a DJ like on uh, you know, in drive time, like 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. And I was like, son of a bitch. I thought you guys had a DJ all the time. 
I didn't I didn't show my disappointment that much. I just thought like, wow, geez. Okay. Well, it makes me sure as hell not want to listen to it when it's just on like a shuffle. Um, I don't want to hear a 35 year old song on a shuffle randomly. You know, it's kind of kind of like desolate seeming to me. Anyway, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get it? It's not just about the song. It's about like the, the nowness of it, the vibe. And is somebody going through that with you? Uh, or is it just like this thing that you're on by yourself? I'm going to leave you with that, um, with another thank you for listening. And uh, this ditty by uh, Mr. Johnny Cash. So I hope you enjoy it. Inside the walls of prison, my body may be, but my Lord has set my soul free. There's a gray stone chapel here at Folsom, a house of worship in this den of sin. You wouldn't think that God had a place. Here at Folsom, but he saved the soul of many lost men. Now this gray stone chapel here at Folsom stands a hundred years old made of granite rock. It takes a ring of keys to move here at Folsom. The door to the house of God is never locked. Inside the walls of prison, my body.